no one knew that chopper reached one eighth tiny. One eighth. Got it like from the background, and they're like, oh, do you need to do that? Like, oh, what you do? Like, oh, a bit of opium smuggling. And they're like, oh, that's fine. Welcome back to another episode of the Captain Bagrat Podcast, where we're on a mission to fight boring news about Asia and Australia. It's a tough job, but Liam and I are going to do it. As always, we're recording from downtown Chinatown. Woo. Yeah, very exciting. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So, <laughs> <laughs> and today we're doing a part two. Part two, two of? Of? Well, uh, Aussie, of. Oh, the first one was called Aussie Asian Trailblazers. Yeah. 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 Should we stick with the same name? Trailbla- or? I don't know. I don't have another another one. I don't have an alternative name for this one either. Trailblazers is good. Yeah. And yeah. Aussie Asians, some Aussies with some Asian heritage. Yeah. Or part of. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, as always, um, I am doing males. Yep. <laughs> Again. Yep. I'm glad. <laughs> We're keeping super, it interesting. Super aren't we? glad. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm taking all the male Aussie. Yeah. I mean, there. I don't know if there's more. There's probably there probably is. There probably are a lot probably. of female. There are. Yeah. Well, there are. With Asian heritage. Oh. <laughs> Probably fifty percent. Yeah, <laughs> if I had to guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I guess our focus is the uh, the fact that in the Australian populations, what 16, 16, 16 point whatever percent mm. of the Australian population all have Asian heritage. Yeah, yeah. And, and growing, you know, exactly. if, as we continue on into the twenty first century. Yeah, and so we're just capturing some of these amazing people who, made, like last time, no one knew that Chopper Reed was one quarter. <laughs> Chopper Reed. Well, no, one eighth tiny. Yeah, like, so many eighth. people go, "Are you serious?" That's like, not real. Yeah, I it is I'm still skeptical. But anyway. Well, well, it is real. We can't ask him. It's convenient. <laughs> mm. We can ask his son, I guess. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> well, I guess ladies first. Ladies first. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to start with Jessica Malboy. Ah, Jessica Malboy. Yeah. Um, so uh, she is half Indonesian. Mm-hmm. Um, her mum is Indonesian, I think, and her dad is Indigenous Australian. Wow. So she's, she's very... Uh, like 50-50, like actually, actual, like the most Australian. And, uh, and also, Native yeah, Australian. Yeah, and also Indonesian. Um, so, yeah, she was born up in Darwin, Northern Territory, which is... Which is halfway point between... Oh, oh. It's, pretty, it's pretty close. Like, I think it's the closest yeah. part to... Um, like, you can get on a boat. It's actually one of the closest, like, land things in the world. Like, you can just cross that straight. Like, they think that's where, like, um, the original, like... Documents of Australia came from is just they through can travel down, yeah, because yeah. like they still do, like, there's, there's all mm. islands and stuff, so you can you travel by yeah. boat. I hear Darwin has a lot of um Asian influence in terms does. of food, it does, yeah. yeah. Well, I, we, we, t- we talked about in our noodle episode, you know, mm. there's like a there's like this family that makes all of the noodles, and yeah, so um, that's really cool. Uh, I haven't been, but it sounds like it's a really nice place, I haven't been either, <laughs> it's really fun, um, and yeah, so she rose to fame from Australian Idol, she was on the fourth season of that in 2006. Excellent, and she won. And... No, she came oh, second. She came second. I think she came second. Okay. Well, that's what that's what my research is. Okay. On Earth, well, must be true um, then, if it's on the internet. Yeah, so she <laughs> she uh, was runner up to a guy called how do you say it? Leith, L E I T H. Is it Lee or Lee? I don't know how to um, say it actually, uh, but no, she she came second. She was runner up. Okay. Australian Idol. But she's done pretty well um, since then, right? Yeah. Well, she has. Mm. So actually, she almost got. I don't know if kicked off the show is appropriate, but um, the the media at the time that she was on Australian Idol were criticizing her because she sort of had a contract already with Sony for singing. But it wasn't like she... she, At that point, she didn't have... like albums or anything like that. It wasn't mm. like she was famous already, um, but she just had already been a singer and had like a minor, a small contract with Sony already. So um, people were complaining that, you know, she shouldn't be on the show. You know, Australian Idol is about unknown people who are yeah. currently, you know, not in the music industry. So um, almost apparently got kicked off the show. 
Um, mm, but, controversy. But the, the producer said, no, <laughs> she's a good singer. <laughs> How about we keep her on the show, <laughs> actually? Um, and yeah, um, they, they, they refused to do that, which I think was probably the best call. Um, and yeah, she was a runner-up. And then uh, two weeks after she finished, she signed a proper um, contract proper contract with Sony Music Australia. Mm. Uh, yeah, exactly two weeks after it finished. So obviously she did something right. Mm. Um, well, she's talented, that's well, for sure. I mean, she's insanely talented if you've yeah. listened to her. Um, and yeah, so since then, um, she came out with a bunch of albums. Um, I wasn't a fan at the time because I think I was like... Because <laughs> <laughs> well, you were too young. Oh, <laughs> uh, not too young. I mean, um, I, saw, I, I guess I know, knew who she was, but I was like a young, young musician and we were all into like... Different, know, different genres. genres. Yeah, we were, yeah. Uh, I think at the time we were really into like grunge sort of music, which is like, completely different to her. Like she's she's yeah. pop, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the time, like I was a massive. I mean, I still am a yeah. massive hipster, but um, yeah, it wasn't like the thing that you listened to at the time. Um, <laughs> but I recently saw her at the gym. They, she's got some new songs out. I didn't see her personally. I mean, oh, on the video. Why, I was like, what? <laughs> you were at the gym. You were treadmilling yeah, so together? No, uh, we weren't. <laughs> that would that would be cool. Or doing Pilates? <laughs> well, no, she's got a um, new song. Like a few new songs, so I think she has a new album coming out soon. Excellent. Um, so new songs, um, but yeah, really stellar musical career, especially for an Australian and Indigenous Australian. That's right, representing uh, Australia at Eurovision as she well. She did, and yeah. I've, I've, I've got that as well. So I was going to ask, are you, a, are you a Eurovision fan? Yes, to some degree. <laughs> to some degree. Okay, so you don't do like the whole Eurovision like, party and stuff. I go to other people's Eurovision parties. Oh, okay. you're not the, you're not I don't throw it myself. That's okay. I I, look, I mean I love Eurovision. Um, have for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll try and watch it every... I didn't get to watch it last year because... Well, some big stars have come out of Eurovision, like ABBA. Did yeah, they come from? Yeah, originally, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, in Europe, I mean, obviously it's Eurovision, but mm. in Europe it's huge. Uh, but, uh, yeah, a, lo- a lot of famous stuff comes out of it. And, and the only reason why Australia is part of Eurovision now is because we have a huge Greek community? No, is that the reason? no. We, oh. we, we're the only... Well, for a while, a few years ago, we mm. were the only country in the world that actually watched it. Like ah. no one in like so in America, people watch it, but that's like if you've your European background, right? So that's the right. numbers are quite small, um, and the rest of the world doesn't watch it unless you have European background. So like you're right, as you or said, your countries, you know, your countries, in it. yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but the reason Australia originally like we were in it for one year is because our, our numbers were insane. Like the amount of people that watched it that weren't European <laughs> is like, in, like incredible. Um, so on their stats, like people working for Eurovision, why do we yeah, have satellite Europe over in like, Australia? Why is there more people watching from Australia, like a 25 million population <laughs> country it than like America, which is like 400 million. Yeah, uh, basically. And so they decided to put us in. Um, Good for, well, one, for one year as like as a joke. Yeah, because they they technically. Did she represent us? No, no. She, like at the first year, I can't remember who it was. We 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 came second, but the song wasn't very good. I, I don't know the song. Oh, was that Dummy Ian? No, that was she was recent. She was this year, wasn't she? No, the Korean lady. Wasn't she this year? I, I thought she was this right no, now, no, 2019, the, or she maybe 2018. No, I, I I swear the the opera lady was this year, oh, and then uh, whoever maybe. came second was Damim, the Korean. I'm not saying her name. Maybe right. she was 2017 then, because 2018 was um, Jessica Malboy. All right. So, yeah, she was 2018. Came 20th, so yeah. I don't know what happened there. Um, we didn't go very well, but we actually did really well in the final, like the no, mm. like the, the semi. So we did well in the semi final. We came like second or third, and then on the actual final night, we we lost. So I think that's because we didn't get votes. Mm. I think like the first couple of years, we got a lot of votes for being Australia yeah. <laughs> in the European because song contest. Like, oh, something odd. <laughs> but now that like well, now we've been in it for like four or five years, everyone's sort of like ah. Uh, 
the novelty has worn They're off. Not good, and they don't pick. I don't think they pick it very well. Like, like the other countries, like all of the European countries, most of them have like a big competition, mm. and it's quite a big thing. Whereas for us, we don't have like a competition, like an internal. I think we select right. Well, they, like the like SBS. triple triple J yeah. did something with SBS, but they really just pick it. Like, I mean, and obviously Jessica Malboy is a great singer, mm. but um, yeah, I think it's a lot more competitive for the other countries. Anyway, still really cool that we're there. Still really cool that she performed, um, and yeah. She's also on top of that, mm. uh, like really, really into um, like charity and stuff. Um, okay. She was an ambassador for a thing called the Sony Foundation. Um, I it's mean, her contract obviously with Sony. through her contract, but much later. So, um, which raises funds for youth, like youth-related causes. She does free concerts all the time. Like you can go to her, um, her Wikipedia page. Mm. She's done so much stuff with so many different schools and organizations, um, just to, to you know help them out. Um, so really cool from that perspective. Um, and yeah, really cool role model. Excellent. Yeah. Go Jessica Malboy. Yeah. Keep representing. Yeah. New music. And look, I, I like the new song. It was, it was good. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, you have to check it out. What is it? Yeah, well, her new song is called Little Things. Oh, good. Little right. Things. Yeah. Um, you can check it out. It's on YouTube and Spotify, I assume. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well, my first male is Adam Lau. Your first male. Cool. Oh, he's okay. A, yeah, he's a celebrity uh, chef, you know. Uh, Another celebrity uh, good, good. TV star. Celebrity chef that you are recently met. Yes, I was very lucky to meet him. So he won um, the second season of Australian MasterChef back in, I think it was like 2010. second season? Yes. Oh, okay, wow. This season was won by um, a lady. I have no idea. Not Poe. Poe came second. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to watch it. <laughs> oh, poor you. Oh. No, no, it was quite a, it was revolutionary um, when MasterChef first came out because it was the first time that, you know, ordinary people got to see ordinary people cook yep. and cook some really, really amazing things and that inspired a lot of people to go, well, you know, if these people can cook, then I'm, I can cook at home. It's not all about being a chef, yep. right? Yeah, so... Uh, empowerment, yeah. Adam, he. I'll, I'll just give you a quick, brief history, I guess. Okay, yeah. So he's got Malay. He's a. He was born in Malaysia to okay. a Chinese-born father and a Singaporean-born English mother. Okay. So does that make sense? It's <laughs> a good so, mix. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's so, just like... yeah. So his dad's got Chinese heritage, uh, but was born in Malaysia, right. and his mother is English, but was born in Singapore. Right. Yep, and they're both. Guess what? Doctors. Doctors, of course. <laughs> it must have been hard as a, you know, growing up as, you know, uh, what do you want to be? Um, no, you're being a doctor. There's well, no, no other well, well, did he, did he? No, he, um, he ended up becoming a lawyer. Okay. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. But that's like the other acceptable. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like doctor, lawyer, lawyer, engineer. That's a, that's all you can be. Yeah. And then he uh, spent some time in Japan working for Walt Disney in the media, media section. Cool. Ah, oh, it's just pretty amazing. Uh, yeah. You, you, you and I, we love Disney. So do, yeah, he yeah. takes all the boxes. Yeah. And another thing, he lived in Radelaide. Radelaide. Seriously, there's something in Radelaide's water. There is something in like <laughs> something about that city is just drawing in all of the uh, <laughs> the, the, the talent. The talent, exactly. Yeah. I think we need to move to Radelaide. We probably should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so he's um yeah he's also doing a lot of stuff at the moment with SBS. Um, I, I think so. Destination flavor. So these series include Japan, uh, down under, obviously Australia, yep. Scandinavia, Singapore, and recently China. <laughs> And as you said, I had the opportunity to meet Yeah, lucky, lucky you. I know. I spent the whole day with him on a project. I don't know if I can say it at the moment, even though this, this will be, It'll be published. published yeah. But I'm still not going to say it, just in case. Uh, so it was a wonderful day out in Sydney. We went to 10 restaurants. Did you eat at all of them? 
He well, ate all of it. Oh my god! He ate it all. Of it. Did, did they give you food? Did you get food? Yeah, they, they gave us heaps of food, but oh. like uh, we were behind the scenes trying to make everything happen, yeah, so yeah, we course. didn't really have time to gorge. Yeah. I picked like you know one or two things here and there, and had to run off and and um, and you know coordinate everything. Okay. But it was such an awesome experience. I got to translate for him. Um, well, not really for him, but to to coordinate audience. every yeah, oh, right. the okay. production. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So between the vendors and um, the directors to say, all right, you know put the dish down now and then do this when you uh afterwards uh, don't lift this up yeah. just leave it on the table so you know these little things and as well as you know what kind of food to come out and yeah very exciting awesome yeah and yeah. he's a really cool guy yeah i mean he seems really cool so i've seen this tv show yeah on um on i always like if i'm at home i always and i'm by myself or something um i don't like just sitting and eating like on my own so i'm like usually like on a you computer like to- <laughs> or you do something right at yeah. the same time so i will if i'm if i'm like at like near the tv i'll like put the tv on mm-hmm. and i'll put on the food channel because you know i love cooking yeah um, and I, you know i spend and baking so yeah like i spend like an hour in the kitchen and make something and sometimes it looks good sometimes it doesn't you mm. know how it goes and then i'll sit down and i'll put on the sbs food channel <laughs> and then so, like i've just spent like ages cooking and then i'll like watch people cooking. i don't know if that makes it's a bit people, my parents are like why do you why do you watch this at the same like you just made food you just why made you, now you're watching don't, doesn't this make you realize where you screw it i'm like yeah but it's fun you know I like yeah it. but it, i have i have watched this show really, yeah, really really cool really cool guy yeah, yeah. and um this is a funny fact okay all right so when the Master Chef, or the, the one that he was in for the grand final, yep. um, it was scheduled to be on at seven thirty, and at the same time, it was the um, prime our our prime minister, Australian prime minister, and opposition leaders debate. Like the uh, for like the election, the national election. It was during the national election <laughs> oh, in July two thousand and ten, and so um, what happened was the, the the debate got pushed forward instead of having the prime time for seven thirty, so that people could watch MasterChef. They pushed the really. <laughs> they pushed. So they pushed the, the debate forward. Debate so forward. you rang up the prime minister and deputy, and you're like, "Oh, guys, we're gonna have to." Imagine, imagine that. Imagine you being the Prime Minister of Australia. But that, look, that's fair enough. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, the Prime Minister is just a person, right? So Yeah. But instead, I think they got a lot of uh, viewership before the, the, the debate hmm. because people were getting ready to oh, watch right. yeah, MasterChef as well. Right. Yeah. And to this day, um, that particular episode with Adam Inner for the grand finale is the most watched um, TV show in australia yeah episode awesome. in australia that's cool i know i had no idea same to claim i suppose yeah that, that'd be a good like we literally we changed the election like, <laughs> by, just because it's so famous i mean look so it should be i mean i do like master chef um not so much easter i don't really like the australian one but I, oh. I like the American one. Okay. Well, MasterChef was pretty good. That very big. I, think I, haven't, I, haven't, I, haven't, I actually haven't seen the first few, though. I've yeah. seen, like, the latest stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yes. Anyway, so uh, from awesome. January 2020, you'll be able to see some of the stuff that I worked on with Adam. Excited. Yeah. We'll, have it, to, we'll plug it on the show. Plug it. Well, just like he gave us a plug, he goes, <laughs> you guys are a cracking team. He goes, I've never done 10 restaurants in one day. I thought this was going to be overambitious, but you guys are a cracking team. <laughs> that is impressive. Like, yeah. I, I don't know I don't if know. I could do 10 in a day. Like, that's... uh. Yeah, he was eating like constantly so much and yeah. then, you know, having retakes. And I was just like, how do you do this? It, it actually oh. is a tough job. Yeah. T- yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Eyes would be good. Anyway. <laughs> next one. Right. Uh, my next one is Natalie Tran. Ah, she. You mentioned Natalie Tran to me. Yeah. But I, I don't know if you've actually seen 
what she not does. Not closely, no. Okay, because I've like actually have followed her um, mm. a little. Um, so she's Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. Um, I think both of her parents are Vietnamese. I think, um, but she was born here. Yeah. Um, but she runs a YouTube channel. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that's like, all I know. Very, okay. Okay. Channel. Very famous. Mm. It's called Community Channel. Um, I, there's no real genre. It's sort of her talking, and she does comedy and yeah. like, little skits, and just talks about things. And uh, apparently, she's been promising to make a, a video. Like showing people how to make lamingtons and has never done it and like uh, <laughs> anyway but um she's been around and and i didn't realize this because i've heard about her and i've seen a few of the videos mm. not really my thing but yeah. you know but what's seen her. her style but I was, I was thinking of oh it's just it's usually just her like talking to the to the camera, camera right, right. Uh, she's actually been around since youtube started so that was a really long time ago. yeah so i was thinking about it like just from because you know i've mm. been on the internet my whole life yeah um you know i've always been loved computers and stuff yeah and um She's been around since so 2007. Uh, was it that long ago? 2007 was when YouTube launched in Australia. They launched like mm. a YouTube Australia instead mm. of, but uh, YouTube started ish in roughly 2005, 2006. Yeah. So in 2007, it was exactly a year after celebrating her first video. So she was a part of, they had like a party in Sydney mm. for YouTube launching in Australia. And yeah, she was there and it was like the year anniversary of her doing YouTube. That's pretty so cool. she's been around for, for ages. more than 10 years. Yes. That's kind of like Joe Rogan as well with his po- He was like the first to do podcasts yeah. and also the video, the, the video on YouTube. Yeah, the concept. Yeah. yeah. So she's been around for absolutely ages. Uh, she's been in a full-length film called Goddess. Uh, she's, I, don't, I, I don't think it was very very popular, but it doesn't matter. She, she's got an official IMDb page. Um, and, yeah, uh, just really, really successful uh, in what she does. She still makes videos to this day. Hmm. Uh, slowed down a little bit. I think they said around 2013. 13-ish um mm. but recently you know making videos lives in sydney and yeah all around cool personality maybe we should go and check her out and it, say, yeah, hey, should, inspire us maybe yeah, if we keep a, going for what 13 15 fi- years yeah <laughs> like i mean if you think about like like it makes sense like to, to be committed to i mean you know this podcast has only been on for like months at this point but i mean that's she's been doing this for like years and years and years yeah uh she's got 1.85 million subscribers so that's quite a bit yeah we're on zero and uh one's better than zero (laughs) gotta start somewhere it could be zero uh and 616 million video views as of of now so um really cool um she uh she made an she like did a a trip at one point she she did a trip where she went overseas and went to a bunch of Mm. different cities and was like vlogging like vlogging i guess from those cities yeah um came back and then just just casually co-launched a travel app with the Australian Department of Foreign Affairs, so DFAT, yeah. uh, with uh, Kevin Rudd, former Prime Minister. <laughs> so, like, just came... I don't know how you just walk into that, but apparently <laughs> you, you, you can if you're a... Uh, hey, hey, Prime Minister, famous. so I was thinking maybe we could just collaborate. Let's make a travel app. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. So, really, really cool. Um, and yeah. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, it's community Channel is a, is a YouTube name. YouTube name, uh, okay. But you, you'll find it, like, if, if you look go, look, go look for Natalie Tran. Sounds good. Yeah. Give us some inspiration as well. Yeah. All right, next one. Brett Lee, the cricketer. Brett Lee. No, he's not. Just joking. <laughs> this is the same as what was the one you did last What was the one you did last time? It was Hawkey Hawk, Lee. Yeah, Lee Bob, Bob, Bob Lee. Hawk. No. No. Really got you. Yeah. But it is L E E. L E E. Yeah. Ooh. Bruce Lee, Brett Lee. Uh-huh, it, same but thing. it must come from because I, I don't know if Lee is a. I don't know my family. Is there a common Anglo-Saxon I don't think so. Name? Like it doesn't. To me, it doesn't sound like an Anglo. It sounds very we should, Asian. We should though. look it up. Well, Definitely. I mean, it is. Yeah. Like you know, it's like the second most common last name in China. I know. After something else yeah. that I forget. 
Chen or something? Chen is, is Chen? Is it Chen? What? Like, what's the most common name in, in China? China? I think it's like Zhang or something like that. Yeah. Z-H-A-N-G. Oh, no, it's like Zhao or something. Or something like that. Yeah. It changes every year. It's like, because I, I know that they make the joke about keeping up with the Joneses and then yeah. it's like keeping up with the Jows. Oh. I think it's Jows oh, in Emily. I don't look, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. Anyway. Right. I'm going to do a serious one now. <laughs> not Brentley. <laughs> not Brentley. <laughs> Definitely you. not Brentley. Okay, yeah. I'm going to do a serious one. LJ Hooker. So what does that make you think? LJ, it's like, LJ Hooker, you're the best. It's the, they do um, houses, right? Yes, property, real estate. Property, real estate, that's the word. Excellent. So his original name was Ting Yuan and he was um, born to a half Chinese, half Irish mother. That's a combination. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Awesome. And, but they never found out who the biological father was. And if you, if you Google and search his photos, like LJ Hooker Mm. himself, he looks very Anglo-Saxon. Like you could not tell wow. that there's any Asian in him. So they think that the biological father was actually was probably a full uh, Anglo-Saxon okay. race. Right. Yeah. So, but no one Which knows. Which would make him like a quarter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But then the mother, I think, remarried uh, and but, took on. He, he had a stepfather who was okay. Asian, and his name was Hooking. H o o k i n. Right. So, so that's how he changed that's his name to hooker, hooker. Hooker. Yeah. Not much better, but it's still better. <laughs> well, there's, there's, it was during a time when um, Australia was going through the um, white Australian yeah yeah policy yeah. Uh, so he he decided to change his surname to Hooker um, as opposed to keeping Ting Yu. Yeah. Uh, so. He, Yuan, I mean. Um, so then he yeah, could have I a like better opportunity, I guess, in life, uh, yeah. and which has worked really well for him. Well, obviously, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's incredible. So he left school when he was 13 to become a clerk. For 13? 13. <laughs> Can you imagine these days? No. Yeah. That's that's year seven, isn't it? Like year <laughs> yeah. seven, eight is like 13. To become a clerk, wow. like an office. My cousins are 13. Yeah. To become oh an God. officer, should, like an office. T- next you know, time I see them, I'm going to tell like them. Like an that. admin staff, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For a Japanese import export business. So he started saving money since he was 13. And by the time he was 16, so that's three years later. Oh my God. Okay. He had already bought two properties. What? <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> he is LJ Hooker. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> Leslie Joseph Hooker. That's Les- his name. Was it, okay, did he just make the Leslie Joseph? I assume he just made that. Yeah, okay. I think he probably did too. That's a, that's a cool name. I never. Never heard it's of amazing that. what yeah. he achieved. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine these days? No. Oh, that kid's 16 <laughs> and he's got two houses already. Well, I'm 20-something and I don't have any houses. <laughs> I don't think a lot of Australians can buy a house these days anyway. Let alone two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm not going to go into other details because I think it's quite uh, obvious, you know, yeah. with the no, whole branding. Most successful. Most successful. And then he um, he actually got a lot of support from the Australian government uh, as well okay. during the Depression after World War II because all, right. all the um, soldiers who came back, everyone needed a job and so the Australian government was like well we can't close down a lot of these businesses even though it's been like you know because of Great Depression and everything's just going under Um, so from there he was able to build his business back up again and his first LJ Hooker office was in the suburb of Maroubra okay cool Mm. And well, do you know what he's doing now? Is he? He's he's unfortunately um, oh, six feet away. under or whatever. Passed away. Passed okay. away. Cool. Yeah, but his um, family, his grandson has taken over now. And there's a there's a cool fact about his grandson, uh, Janice Hooker. Yeah. All right. Not only is Janice. he the chairman of this LJ Hooker LJ Empire. Hooker Empire. Yeah. He won bronze medal in rowing for Australia at the 1996 Atlanta Olympic Games. Okay. Wait, this is the grandson. This is right? the grandson. Okay, yeah. Okay, I was going to say, gonna say, okay, I'm glad it wasn't the man himself because that would have been too much. <laughs> <laughs> he brought That's back from the dead. Leave, leave some for the rest of us. 
That's uh, awesome. There you go. That's what a, what a guy. I, never, I had no idea. I know, amazing. Well, my, my grandparents changed their name, mm. their names as well. So you probably you probably had an Asian name like Lee or something, and now it's me. Yeah, you. No, I had a like, <laughs> like no. Just kidding. Lee, well, my name is now like my, in China, my name is Lee. Yeah. But um, no, my my grandparents changed their names coming over from the Netherlands to be more white. White. So, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. So it's pretty common. Yeah. yeah. I might change my name. I have because my middle Back name. To. My middle name is my grandfather's name. Okay. And it's it's the Anglo version mm. of. The, I'm not going to tell you. Okay, that's I'm fine. Sensitive about it, yeah. but it's the Anglo version of, and it's quite a common name yeah it's one of the it's one of the 12 apostles okay um but my my, my twin brother got my dad like my mm. grandfather on my dad's side's name and mm. i got as a middle name and i got my mum's dad's middle name yeah as, as his first name but it's his inverted commas white anglo white anglo size name. name not his original dutch name cool maybe i'll change it one day all right if i could be <laughs> make my parents unhappy unhappy um i got a last one personal role model Oh, um, really? Who, who, who? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Leland Chin, uh, who, who I completely spaced on, and then I was like, wait, like Leland Chin, like I follow her, on, cool. follow her on Twitter, on yeah. Instagram, and on Facebook. And you just forgot that she was chatting the Asian yeah, you her. Completely, I know, but which, which is, I mean, looking at her, would you think it would be hard? But I just completely forgot. But she actually wasn't, um, she wasn't born in Australia, mm-hmm. so she immigrated to Australia, like a lot of Australians. Well, like a lot of Australians and well, the Australian convicts, every Australian. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, born in Jakarta. Uh, in oh, Indonesia, Indonesia, but uh, her parents are Chinese. Like okay. Both, oh, yeah, both, I see what you both, mean now. Both Chinese. Yeah. Um, and she grew up in Singapore. Wow. Yeah, so a bit of a bit of a mix. Bit of like a global Asian. Yeah, very well, very global. Um, yeah. She speaks four languages. She speaks uh, Mandarin, Canto, English, and uh, Hokkienese or something, which yeah. is like south southeast China somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't, don't wouldn't be able to do any. Uh, but yeah, came to Australia. Um, in 1980. Uh, prior to that, she had worked in television and radio in, I think, Singapore um, a little bit, but right. not a lot. So she's a skilled migrant. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, mm. And then came to Australia in 1980 and began working for SBS. So she was a translator, not naturally, mm. um, for Chinese language films. Wow. Um, well, yeah, it makes you, sense. You need to be pretty good for that, yeah. Um, and then she went and worked for ABC for a little while um, and was doing radio in Newcastle and Darwin. <laughs> It's either Darwin or Adelaide. Back to Darwin. It's, either Dar- it's something in the wa- something in the water in Darwin and Adelaide is just incredible. Do you think it's some Kool Aid in Adelaide? What's the what's the I don't know. They're putting something in there. Um, totally. Anyway, and then she moved to SBS 1987, and then became the news presenter that we all know and love today. I know. So if you haven't seen Leland Chin, she's you, very quirky. She's insanely mm. fashionable, mm. which is why I you know follow her. You know, I'm pretty into. I'm fashion. surprised you're not even wearing her her design. I don't. Sure. I don't think she has. Does she have? Any? She has her own label. She has like some, but I yeah. think it's it's mostly women's stuff. Think, Probably a little bit. I think it's like dresses. Dresses. Oh, yeah. Okay. And like, I don't think I'd fit into any of those dresses. You can request for a man size. Man size dress. Thank you. <laughs> maybe, maybe just yeah. Um, I should I should check that out. Yeah. Maybe request it. Well, um, for those who are listening to us right now, so Liam is sporting <laughs> a really cute, adorable uh, hipster hairdo. Sort of like a top knot. Like I a guess. top knot. Sort of, but not really. I don't like have I don't have enough hair for that. So it's I'm trying to grow. <laughs> Out, but it's in that awkward stage where it's like you can't you don't have enough hair to do that and then anyway sort of going for the samurai look anyway well yeah yeah, yeah, yeah sort yeah, of yeah. like a samurai like with the top like sprouting yeah. on top that's what i'm going for eventually well maybe. adam liao has a pretty impressive samurai does he okay yeah, i'm glad through. someone else does yeah um but, something, yeah something to aim for yeah, yeah exactly mm. well, it's still like you saw me 
I can like scratch it down and it, it looks semi-presentable. Yeah. Um, but anyway, started working for SBS, which is where we all know and, and love her from. Yep. Um, recently, she's been in a lot of comedy stuff. We've got some of the names here. Uh, Pranked with Lee Lin Chin. Uh, Lee Lin Chin versus Maggie Beer. Uh, <laughs> celebrity Chinwag. Uh, <laughs> Uh, she was on a she was on a comedic cooking show called Lee Linguini. Um, oh God, That's funny. <laughs> just just terrible puns on her name. Um, if you haven't seen her and you don't follow her, go and follow her. She's hilarious. Uh, really, really cool what she does. Uh, Doesn't she, she have this awesome Facebook page, Linden Chin for um. Ah, for I, a particular electorate. Oh yes, Wentworth. I mean, yeah, Wentworth. Yeah. I think. Well, I think she is talking about running in the next election, but I, kidding? I think, I think she's like, I think it's like a joke. Like oh. when the when the liberal uh, liberal government won this year, she actually like tagged uh, the Labor government, and said, hey, "You've been a very naughty. Like, how did you screw this up?" Sort of thing. Um, <laughs> but she was the spokesperson for coming back to Eurovision. She's been a spokesperson. So, for if you don't watch Eurovision, you don't know this, but. Um, when it's time to vote for all the countries, mm. they ring and they have like a live video feed and they have a famous person from that country be like, hello, Eurovision. Uh, we'd like to, Australia will give our votes to, and then like X, who, y, Z, whoever yeah. they're giving their main votes to. Um, but she was the one for 2015 and I think 16 uh, and 17. And then in 2018, someone else took over okay. because she's left SBS now. That's right. Unfortunately. They have to pass on the baton to somebody else. Yeah. So I, I've got a quote about her resignation which was uh halfway through 2018 mm. she said uh working two days a week didn't give me enough time to devote to the pub and rereading the complete <laughs> works of shakespeare <laughs> so now i work zero days and that issue has been addressed <laughs> so she's at the pub drinking while reading shakespeare she's only there two days a week <laughs> like she was only apparently she was only working at sbs two days anyway um awesome awesome, awesome person chick. check her out on twitter just go and follow her. She's she's amazing. Do you know what? My favorite ad is the, you know how every day on, oh, this is very controversial, I'm, I'm going to say Australia Day. Okay. Um, the, the the Lamb Association, the Eat Lamb. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they, they put out an ad thing, every yeah. year. And there was one with her, I don't know what year it was, maybe it was 2015, maybe it was 2014, uh, where she stars in it as long as uh, along with a lot of other famous strength cricketers, footballers, uh, MasterChef. Cool. And she's she's there in, uh, I think, Poland. And she was alone. She's in Australia, all alone. With a little barbecue on the on the balcony of this really cold, dire building. So sad. It's really sad, and she's trying to light up the uh, barbecue with, with a match. Just to cook some lamb. Just to cook some lamb, but oh. it was so cold the the match would not light, and she starts screaming, "No!" That's great. She is hilarious. <laughs> like she's a really, really funny person. Apparently, she wasn't in charge of her own. Twitter account for a while. Yeah. Apparently, it was like an SBS comedy writer that did it. But um, I mean, she's a busy woman. Exactly. Go check her out. She does have some great, some great perlers. I got, I got one more. All right. Uh, this is if you go to a Twitter, this is pinned. You know, you can pin a tweet at the top of your Twitter page. Okay, you can pin a tweet, so it's like the okay. first thing you see. Yes. So if you go to, it's normally it's all your tweets in like a reverse chronological order, so like the most recent, recent one. Yeah. Um, this one is like pinned at the top. It just says, "Last week I was up at the Great Barrier Reef. I think that the Great Barrier Reef and I are very similar. We're, <laughs> we're both unique beauties. It's impossible to confirm our exact ages, and rich old men just keep trying to drill us." <laughs> she wrote that. <laughs> she wrote that. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Look, if that, if that hasn't sold you on Leland Chin... Oh, well, look, I've always been a fan of Nothing will. <laughs> nothing will. I would definitely vote for her if she went for... 100%. Um, yeah, Wentworth. 100%. 
Yeah. Not like we don't want this like Clive Palmer type celebrity. We want Leland Chin want type Leland celebrity. Chin. We need more chins in this we world. We do a hundred percent. Anyway, awesome. Have you got another one? I got one. Also in the uh, entertainment industry. Okay. Somebody that I think almost every single person around the world knows. Do you want to take a stab at this? <laughs> uh, can I get another clue? <laughs> okay. Um, um, he is pretty funny. I got nothing. Jackie Chan! Oh, Jackie. Is he Australian? He's got strained ties. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So okay. he was, yeah. So Jackie was born in Hong Kong. Right. But his parents moved to Australia, I think in the 60s or 70s. I could be wrong. With him? Or was he um, already? Not with him. So they okay. left him behind okay, in Hong so, Kong to right. do his um, Peking Opera School. To become, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Like a superstar, which cool. he is now. And well, so they yeah. came over with the US Embassy. So his parents were working in the U.S. Embassy in, in Canberra. Okay. Yeah, for thirty years. Thirty years. Well, maybe not for the embassy, but they are. Oh, in, yeah. in Canberra. In Canberra. Awesome. So he started off in Hong Kong, uh, working as a stuntman for Bruce Lee. So yep. Fist of Fury and Enter the Dragon. And then once Bruce unfortunately passed away, um, they tried to model Jackie to be another Bruce Lee. Right. Yeah. So there were a few movies where Jackie's like you know ripped and you know very Bruce Lee like with the hairdo and everything, but it just didn't work for Jackie. And then I think he took some time off. And during that time off, which I think was like a year and a half or two years, he came to Canberra. Okay. Yeah. To live with his parents, I assume. Yeah, to live with his parents, to learn English. Uh, he went to Dixon College for right. a bit. Um, and then he was also a brickie. Okay. And that's where he got his name, Jackie. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Jackie. Jackie, because another another Ricky or, or his boss or whoever it was, the supervisor was called Jack. Yeah. And so then so they called him two. Jack, like Jack number two, little Jack. And then from there it was it became Jackie, and he's stuck with Jackie ever For since. For the rest of his life. Okay. Uh-huh. There, there you go. There's the strange connection. You got me. I didn't. I, I was wasn't confident at the start, but yeah, I'll, I'll take it. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So cool. He, yeah, he comes to Canberra, and there's like I think Cam, like in Canberra Times they wrote this article about Jackie Chan in Canberra. He gets to uh, sunbake on his uh, driveway, <laughs> <laughs> having no beach in Canberra. <laughs> That's right. I mean, and, and and apparently you know it says he says I love coming to Canberra. Nobody hassles me. People no. don't know who I oh, am. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Just like his movie. Who am I? I haven't seen it. <laughs> nice guy anyway. Oh, no, I'm sorry, man. I need to, need to watch. You need to give me like, be like watch these before. <laughs> watch this beforehand. So I can make references and you'll understand. Because you, you haven't watched any Jackie Chan no. movies. Oh, oh. no, I, I couldn't name one. Okay. Yeah, sorry. All right. Rush Hour? I heard of it? I've heard of Rush Hour. Okay. I definitely haven't seen it. Yeah. So he didn't become big in the uh, in Hollywood until I think the 90s. Okay. So, so before then he was quite the he, Hong Kong, in Hong Kong, right. Asia, and yep. Asia in general. Yep. I think he was the he was the highest paid actor uh, within two years of him getting into the industry. Wow. Yeah. With his slapstick. Well, I have I have yeah. seen him like I've seen uh, things like media that he's been in mm. like YouTube and and things like that. So I do know the guy. Yeah. But like I just haven't seen any of the movies. Of the movies. Okay. But pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna throw some unknown facts. Okay. Got right. some Jackie Chan facts. Some Jackie Chan facts. So there's three which I thought was were pretty uh, like really out there and different. Um, do you know what his mum was arrested for? Arrested for. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in Shanghai. In Shanghai. In uh, Shanghai before they came over to Hong Kong and uh, then Australia. What do you get arrested for in China? <laughs> Back then, you know, during the whole oh. civil, the, oh, not the civil, the um, actually civil war. Yeah. Sort of. Um, I don't. I don't having food or something like that. Opium I, smuggling. Opium smuggling. 
<laughs> really? Yes. She's sort of story. Did did she like go to jail or? I think she probably probably got Pro- locked for up, a little maybe. while. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know what the punishment is for opium. That's cool. Well, she, well, she was still alive. What a story. Yeah. I mean, she came to Australia and be, was working for the U.S. Embassy. So apparently, it's not that big of an issue. Like you I, have a criminal record. You got a criminal like background, that, yeah. and they're like, in an interview, and they're like, oh, what did you do? And you're like, oh bit of opium smuggling and they're like oh that's fine <laughs> we'll take you that's we don't like nothing. it you're too clean you know <laughs> mm, okay all right cool. second fact uh, yeah um where on him within him whatever <laughs> okay yeah is a, is a hole that you can poke your finger through what yeah yeah physically you can poke your finger through him where um <laughs> i don't know on his <laughs> His leg or his foot or something? Or what? <laughs> his skull. So when he was... What? <laughs> yeah. So when oh, is he... this like when they take up... Okay, no, keep going. Yeah, so when he was filming um, Armour of God uh, over, I think, in Europe somewhere. Right. So it's an Indiana Jones kind of movie. Okay. Um, he fell from a tree and fractured his skull on a rock. Oof. I know. So they had to um, helicopter him out to, like, the best doctor um, the country, you know, beside it. And so that has left a permit hole in his head. Oh, they, like, drill a thing and do it. Yeah. So so he's actually got plates underneath, like, metal plates. But the skull itself still has a hole. And apparently he frequently asked co-stars and talk show hosts to stick their finger through it. Oh, that's gross. I I know. (laughs) I told you I found some weird facts. That's that's a uh, that's a good one. Yeah, no. Cool. Can you take a third one? This one's not as bad. Yeah, I can, a third one's fine. As, right. as long as there's no brain touching involved. No, this involves cute, um, cuddly panda bears. Pandas. Yeah, pandas. Okay. You like pandas? I do don't like you? pandas. Sometimes. Yeah, I like pandas. Yeah. I, I took I took care of some baby pandas. Pandas. Oh. Got to volunteer at a panda sanctuary. Oh. That was a really fun. Well, these ones are stuffed, and they're actually oh. not real pandas. Oh. So he he went to a um, build a bear workshop in London. Yep. And uh, so he made his own two two pandas wearing like you know their little cute outfits, and he called one of them. Chan La, clearly to as a new child, you right. know, he has a son, and Chan yeah. Z. And when you combine them with La and Z, you get lazy. Mm. Mm, it's pretty bad. Pandas it? are pretty lazy. They are, yeah. That makes sense. Totally lazy. Cool. Yeah, apparently he takes these two little pandas. Um, with him. You with him, and he, he gets uh, all these like big stars like Ang Lee, the director, yep. uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jet Li, and Bill Clinton to have photos. With his pandas. With his pandas. That's and how do you start that conversation? <laughs> it, yeah, why do you have two pandas? Want to be a photo with me? you want to take a photo with <laughs> Yeah, and, and you took two of them uh, to the Academy Awards in 2017. Cool. They were his guests. <laughs> imagine, right. imagine doing that. Imagine having, like, they give you a bunch of table, like, seats or whatever around the table. Like, yeah. it's okay, it's a very prestigious event. Make yeah. sure you choose your guests, and then you're like, I'm bringing two stuffed pandas. Pandas. It's okay. They don't need a seat on their own, but if you can, since I'm Jackie Chan. No, I'd give them a seat. Yeah, just give them one on each, and that's fine. Totally is. I, I don't think I'll ever win an Academy Award, but... <sighs> Liam, uh, this podcast is going to win an Academy Award. Can you Award. win Academy Awards for podcasts? They will make a new category <laughs> for us. <laughs> we'll demand. <laughs> we'll break down the door and say we need a category for podcasts. That's right. Okay. Okay, yeah. that's a good plan. Let's do it. Yeah. And then I'll add one more. He's... Oh. um. So Jackie Chan... No, I was in person. Okay. Yeah. Um, another fact. Uh, so Jackie Chan's um, really... He's a great ambassador when it comes to education because he always uh, laments the fact that, you know, when he was young, he didn't have the opportunity to to study 
um, you know, yeah. the way that, you know, kids get the opportunity today because he had to practice like drama and, um, and martial okay. arts. Right. So he had, he had a pretty tough life when he was younger. So he focuses a lot of his time and his money on building schools uh, in China for kids who are in, you know, remote areas yeah. who don't have access to education. So that's okay. what he does. And he also um, contributed a lot of um, donation to the ANU, the Australian National University Science Centre. Okay, cool. Hence, I'm wearing my ANU shirt today. You are indeed wearing an ANU shirt. Okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's so, so cool. I know. So he's got a, a strong, you know, connection with Australia. That's yeah. That's what I have to say. Mm. That's awesome. Cool. Cool. That's it. Okay. Yeah, that's it for me too. Cool. Cool. Okay. Well, until next time. Thanks for... <laughs> chatting about Thanks Aussies the, the with uh, Asian heritage. heritage ish. It's, it's, isn't it amazing that there are so many? There are. And they are so famous Way that more. we yeah, I know. don't like, even oh, know about? I completely spaced on Lilin Chin. I still don't know how I did that. <laughs> I couldn't I, believe it. was like, obvious, Lilin Chin. I actually do. Like, I'm actually like, because she her, her fashion is like really, really out there. Out it's there. Like very uh, eccentric. It, yeah. It's eccentric and not like in a streetwear way. Like, you know, I'm normally into that. So, mm. yeah, really cool. Excellent. Awesome. I hope we get to meet these people one day. Yeah. Until next time. Indeed. Right. Bag right out. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For the latest updates and posts, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you love it as much as Captain Bagrat and I do, uh, please support us on Patreon, where we hope that our dream of having our own TV show will become a reality one day. So then we can continue to fight boring news on everything, anything, and nothing with an Asian twist. Thanks for your support. Bagrat out. Solid.